We start with our recurring update from government officials, who also answer your questions about debris removal, rebuilding, and housing. Earlier this morning, NSPR's Mark Albert spoke with Rebecca Kelly of FEMA, Justin Jacobs of Cal OES, Casey Hatcher of Butte County, and Colette Curtis from the town of Paradise to get the latest. Colette, what's the latest uh, from the town's perspective? Hi, Mark. Um, Sure, there's a lot going on with the town, of course. I wanted to touch on an event that we're having this Saturday, May 4th at 11 a.m. at Town Hall. The Daughters of the American Revolution um, had a flag flown over the U.S. Capitol, and they are presenting it to us as a symbol of solidarity um, after the campfire. Um, It's, you know, uh, survivors of Katrina wanted to reach out and um, give us this um, meaningful donation, and we are excited to receive it. And the public is welcome to come and be part of that presentation. Again, it's 11 a.m. on um, May 4th. So we're really excited about that and um, looking forward to having that happen here in our town. Also wanted to touch on a few other items that are coming up for us. We're having another meeting for our visioning planning coming up on May 22nd. That is where our final thoughts from our planning consultant will be presented and also some recommendations for our um, building codes. So we're looking at our building codes, especially for safety as we are rebuilding, and we're going to have some recommendations from UDA, um, and our council will be looking at those and considering them, although no decisions will be made at that May 22nd meeting. Um, we're just going to be listening to those and, get, and gathering community input at that meeting as well. Well, it's still three weeks away, but uh, what is the time and place? Uh, Sure. It's at Paradise Alliance Church, which is 6491 Clark Road, the same place we've had all of our planning meetings, and it's at 6 p.m. Terrific. Casey Hatcher, uh, Butte County. I'm sure there's a lot going on or some uh, new news to report. The county continues to focus on rebuilding, and uh, we've received 44 permits to rebuild homes, We remind people that their lots have to be certified clean of all the fire debris before those permits can be issued. And as of today, 485 lots have been certified clean, about half of those in the state program and half of those in the alternative program. So that progress is, we're really excited to see that. Also on the line with us is Justin Jacobs of Cal OES. Uh, As the weather changes, I imagine that the uh, issues with debris removal and other things with the cleanup are also changing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, As was mentioned, uh, more than 200 properties have been returned back to the county and certified clean. More than 1,800 properties have been cleared of hazardous materials or fire-related debris and ash. So the nuance or difference there is the fact that, you know, once it's cleared of that debris and ash, soil samples have to be taken and certified, given back, and the parcel certified clean, and then it goes back to the county. So that could be um, a little bit of confusion, but at the same time, that's the difference in the, the variance in those numbers. Finally, Rebecca Kelly from FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. I understand that the famed manufactured housing units, some of them are already in place and we're getting close to having them occupied and welcoming fire evacuees to new interim housing. That is right, Mark. We have an anticipated move-in date for the first of the four temporary housing communities for no further delays. Uh, to open at Rosewood Estates very soon. We are in the construction and inspection phase currently, and we have already identified those individuals who will be uh, primarily housing in those units at Rosewood Estates. 
individuals who have already registered with FEMA and have met the general conditions to be eligible to receive housing assistance um, will be placed in those units. And the FEMA housing assistance for the temporary group sites will be for provided for up to 18 months beginning on the date of the initial presidential major declaration date, which was November 12th. So the 18 months would end approximately May 12th of 2020. Um, so essentially the clock, uh, the communities will be open from, for 18 months, except that the clock started ticking uh, and there's only 12 months left. Yes, that's correct. Hi, Mark. This is Casey, and I just want to point out that the town and the county fully anticipate requesting those additional extensions as we uh, recover from this. And um, so many homes, um, you know, more than 14,000 homes burned, we fully anticipate needing temporary housing um, beyond that initial 18 months. So we could see those temporary housing units through May of 2021. We will um, certainly be looking at that request at the local level. Moving forward, let's. Uh, I'm going to move on to some listener questions. Uh, looking at debris removal during cleanup phase one, there was a progress map. Is there going to be a progress map for f- the phase two cleanup? And where can people find that information about how the process is going? Uh, there actually is a status update and progress map. Um, we have a, a website. It's a rather lengthy address, but I'd be happy to share it with you. It will take you to an active map that basically is color-coordinated to kind of show people where parcels are. Now, now that's kind of a snapshot in time. Those numbers are updated continuously, so it may not be, uh, you know, accurate to the second, but we try to keep those updated as as quickly and as regularly as possible. Uh, But that is out there and available, and again, I'll share the the website um, with with you guys, Mark, at the radio station, so you can make that available to listeners. Another question, how long does the soil sampling typically take after a lot's been cleared to get the results? We have a listener who says that a soil sample was taken on their property, but they haven't heard anything yet. Yeah, also another great question. You know, that kind of depends on the situation. So uh, I don't have an exact definitive answer, but at the end of the day, most of those in the general rule take about 15 days from the time they're taken to get the results back and then turn those results over and the parcel certified clean back to the county. But again, depending on when that sample was taken, um, for example, if it was taken during very wet weather or the times where we had the um, stand down due to weather, then it could have taken longer because we have to wait for that sample to dry out before those the sample can be tested. Is it the same for the state program as for the alternative program, or because one's using private contractors, the timeline might be different? Uh, this is Casey from the county. Um, the alternative program uh, cleanup requirements are the the same as the state. They mirror the Cal Recycle cleanup program, so they do have to do the soil sampling um, they tend to use the same labs, so the turnaround time can be similar. Thank you so much, Casey. Would either of you know uh, how homeowners will be notified, how they'll know when their lot has been completed by the Cal OAS cleanup? They're actually going to be notified by the county. Once that property is um turned back to the county from the state, it gets signed off as certified clean by environmental health. And if they're in the government program, they will receive a letter from the county at the address they provided on their right of entry form. If they're in the alternative program, they will receive an email at the email address they provided on their alternative program application. Uh, 
In addition, the county notifies the town for any properties in the town and then of course notifies the county building department so they can remove the restriction on issuing permits. Once the property is certified clean, then the local jurisdiction can issue permits on the site, whether that's a temporary permit to have temporary housing unit, maybe power or something like that back on the property or a permit for rebuilding. Uh, These are some questions from listeners have for our FEMA officials. Uh, How does FEMA determine who gets a trailer? Do families have priority over the elderly? FEMA gives preference to survivors who have no other housing resources available. Travel trailers and mobile housing units are provided to households based on their medical needs, employment needs, transportation needs. Talk to your case manager. Explain your special circumstances. Let them know they already do know, of course, the size of your household. So they can place you in the correct kind of housing, depending on how you answer the questions during your initial interview. Rebecca Kelly of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, Justin Jacobs of Cal OES, the Governor's Office of Emergency Services, Casey Hatcher of Butte County, and Colette Curtis of the Town of Paradise. Thank you all so much for your time, information, and help today. Thanks for having us, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Have a good day. This call is a recurring segment on our program. If you have questions for FEMA, Cal OES, Butte County, or the Town of Paradise, or you want to view the Phase 2 debris removal map, head to mynspr.org. <laughs> 